What up, FIFA Tears? It's B-Rad from the FSB Creators. And yes, Rule Breakers is upon us. And actually, the team, I've got to admit, some of the cards look pretty good for the way that FIFA 23 has formed this year, where the, the meta is now lengthy. What a lovely word, hey? Um, but we'll get into that in a second. I need to introduce, obviously, my fellow FSB creators at this time, and that is Merzgoff and LAJS. How are you doing, guys? Not, not too bad. I thought you were going to completely ignore the introduction now. I thought you was getting straight into the topics then. I was like, no, whoa, no, whoa, whoa, no. whoa. You're not just, like, who's just letting the say listeners completely. know what's coming, mate. Just letting them know what's coming. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. Good, good. You would obviously have noticed uh, my absence as well as Luke from uh, last week. Luke had previous engagements and I had kidney stones. That was very unpleasant. But we are now back as a three and ready for today's episode. And as I just mentioned, we are starting off with the Rule Breakers promo. So if you guys listen to this, I mean, I imagine most of you will be, but if you're not familiar with Rule Breakers, essentially what it is is they steal stats off the highest stat usually or the most sort of um, prolific stat on the card and they distribute a lot more stats amongst the rest of them so if we take for instance the main player in the promo which is Cristiano Ronaldo they took two off his shooting to distribute loads of stats elsewhere onto his pace passing dribbling defense and physical and that has tend to have been the way it works um have first of all before we get into the team have you guys packed a wall breakers yet no not none no i mean i've not seen a lot of people pack any and if i have it seems to be frankowski he seems to be the one like the the i don't know try to think of a play the, the onana from like when i used to play a couple of years ago and get always get onana but um yeah, there's quite a few players we'll get through to. We won't spend too much time on them. You guys can obviously check them out over on Footbin or any of your other platforms or just concept them in, obviously, on your FIFA 23 game. But as we said, leading and marquee player in Cristiano Ronaldo, the card with the little bit of pace upgrade looks pretty damn good. I think he was going for about 2.2 million, was it? Uh, he was extinct at two for a period of time uh and then obviously normally what happens when they go from unextinct they go up a little bit and then suddenly the market gets flooded and then it goes down so yeah, yeah. so he's now 1.6 actually as it stands but i did see him the other day at, at 2.2 million um i mean he 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 sort of i've seen him as normal card kind of fits the criteria quite well this is probably just that a little bit more juiced i imagine i'd like to to see what he's like in a draft and get a chance to use him because I think that's the only chance I've got. He is controlled, but I'm sure you can make him lengthy. I imagine you can make him lengthy. Uh, yes, with the architect, the only chem style that can make him lengthy. As yeah. on Footbin now, when you click on it, it'll show you the uh, chem styles that will make it does. A yeah, it's lengthy, really handy. So. Yeah, yes, good feature. But there are some, what I would think, are hidden gems in here. Starting off with a man that mostly, until he had like a couple of insane cards, like showdown type cards of things, is Gerard Piquet. Um, 222,000 coins, centre back with 83 pace, 88 defending, 87 physical. He's six foot four, and he is naturally a lengthy man. Um, not only that, but obviously a lot of people will be able to link this up to their. Anthony's, no, not Anthony, sorry, they're Rafinha's. Um, 
if they've managed to pack them. And obviously Lewandowski is quite a uh, popular card this year. I've come up against him a few times. He is very good this year. Um, so he looks to be sort of my pick as one of my favourites, along with looking at the Calvin Phillips card as your generally all-round sort of amazing midfielder. Any of these cards that you particularly sort of... I mean, obviously, if you say the one you want to pack the most, it's going to be Ronaldo. But any of these that you think are like, like I say, like a hidden gem, like the ones that you'd like to try out or ones that fit in your teams, obviously, chemistry is a bit different this year. Well, there's one I have tried out, and he is definitely an underrated one. Go for it. Uh, so that is Chicharito Hernandez, who I don't believe saw those. He came out in the mini release on Sunday. Yep. And this is about to shock you, Brad. I want you to brace yourself. Chicharito Hernandez can be lengthy. He can. He has the ability to... Because they downgraded his dribbling, he now can be a lengthy boy, which feels oh, so weird yeah. to say, considering Hernandez is meant to be the tiny little player that runs about. To have the big, strong running build is weird. Yeah. But I can confirm I did enjoy using him this weekend league. So, you know, it's it's an odd one. Yeah, it's interesting. That puts plus eight on his passing and plus nine on his physical. That makes that max that makes his jump in ninety seven, his strength ninety. That, I yeah, that him. is that I is just... actually pretty good. Short passing of ninety one as well. I mean passing if anybody's played this year's FIFA is so key. Um yeah, I, I that that looks like a good card. And not only that, it's interesting that they've got Herrera mm -hmm. and also if you use Hero um a campos mm -hmm. they like then I, I think i think they're on like two two chem then yep and then you just need a, uh, a MLS manager. manager mls yeah. manager and you're there so that's pretty good that i actually scored good. a corner i scored from a corner with hernandez since he took nice. where my striker would be he was standing in the ideal position and he got a flick on edda so nice. just as just as i was criticizing like the one downside to this card is he's taking the place of my striker at corners and then he scored from a corner so he shut me up real quick my question for you would be medium low. Does is it noticeable? Um, somewhat, but you can just start doing the uh, the one two pass to sort of create runs. Yeah. Naturally, put yeah. getting behind they central stuff like that on him, and that'll, yeah. that'll fix that fairly quickly. What about you, Mers? Any hidden gems here for you? I mean, the the thing about uh, Buto being at ten k, for instance, is he can basically play out a multitude of positions on that right hand side. So. You can play right wing, right mid, right wing back. So if you yeah. somebody who plays that like five at the back formation, it could be an option there. And a ten k. But the the other one that I like the look of, which is obviously partially being mentioned, is Herrera because of yeah. the pure fact that he is a well balanced central midfielder. So if you like that box to box esque player that you need. Either as a CDM getting forwards, or if you're running four four two or something like that, yeah, good good sort of player for that sort of situation. Um, I, I like the look of uh, Hazel Navas as well because of the pure fact that he's been given a physicality boost. Because I think with the defenders, I feel like at the moment you kind of need to have some strength, especially since a lot of players are using the likes of like Nunes, Haaland, and stuff. So yeah you kind of need to have that little bit extra physicality to deal with those kind of players because they yeah, can I be think, a little bit aggressive. I think that's where like 
like in similar to last year a little bit where we talked about um high defensive players were actually really good last year i think that kind of has continued but what they've done is they've evened it out in the attacking aspect as well so that like your players last year like at the start of the game like a hummels was usable because he was good now this year like Lewandowski, harry kane those players are usable whereas before they've just been fodder um and it's nice i I actually really like the dynamic me personally in my actual starting team i don't have that in my front two i have gabriel jesus and Werner, which are literally the opposite of the meta of the current game but i am looking at some potential um players that would fit into that role and i will get on to some of those in a little while because they are part of our topics but um yeah i think they all look really good um has there been one come out tonight i saw we had the david alaba sbc um that card i've heard is amazing it's just pricey sadly yeah that's the thing isn't it four sbcs uh you get a choice of one or two i think one's higher physical one's higher defense but you've got an 87 rated squad with a guaranteed 88 plus player an 86 with a team of the week an 85 with a team of the week and then an 84 with an 86 plus player in as well so yeah it is an it's an expensive sbc although i suppose I, w- I mean he's not end game but he's long game i would say by the looks of him uh the only thing with this year and then the way chemistry has changed is it kind of forces you to have real madrid players in now that was probably mostly the case last year or certainly you'd have to box him in with La Liga players and then hybrid away from that but the way it is this year you kind of have to have players from the team if you want to build a hybrid or a full La Liga team it's just how the chemistry is I still like it but it's just with an Austrian from La Liga it's a little bit difficult to do anything other than put Real Madrid players in but I think a lot of people I've seen a lot of people got like untradeable Vinny juniors at the start although i've heard not very good things about him um and a lot of people will probably play benzema this year because he again is is looking more usable um the other one we've got romaine favre or favre um he's a right mid that can play cam and right wing from uh olympic leon uh french player it looks like he's got nice all-rounded stats i would say um what is his weak foot and skill moves? Four-star skill moves, three-star weak foot is not... I mean, for me, this year's skill moves, I've used them less than I did last year. But so weak foot to me is probably more important as it, than it was last year. He has got the outside of the foot shot trait. We know that that's currently a broken meta in the game. Um, he, he looks okay. And then the other one's Alex Tellez. Guy who usually gets a special card every FIFA. They've given it to him nice and early. 86 and 84 rated squads it's a moments uh sbc but it has come under like the rule breakers promo um again i think this card looks pretty nice actually um looks very usable very usable indeed 88 pace 80 shooting 86 passing 82 dribbling 82 defending 78 i mean he's two stats away from being a hullet club but he can only play left back or left wing back to not be able to make use of his abilities maybe in a cdm or cm role i mean those sort of cards though those hood at gang sort of cards normally seem to come from fullbacks yeah down the years i mean when i was talking about favorite cards just talking about the likes of lion who was hood at gang i was yeah. or, or very close to if it was shooting was low i don't know 
but Dario Serna, those ones, they were always the ones that got the Hullet Gang S cards, either there yeah. or the centre mids. So and, and like the recent years, like Acuna, like mid, not not the not the craziest, like in price, uh, oh, sorry, in pace, but had like really good all rounded stats. Um, but yeah, that's how it is in 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 rule breakers. For squad building challenges, I think we've got some in the objectives as well. Uh, there is the Rule Breakers Breakout uh, there, which is uh, an online mode for you to be able to get an 83 plus rare gold player pack. Uh, I imagine that's probably handy to you to do, given an SBC that has come out tonight, which we will get onto as well. And then, yeah, the SBC Paulinho that we mentioned. So, left mid card can't play anywhere else. Uh, so it's the only slight downside to him. He's medium, medium, but he's got nice pace, nice shooting, all right passing and all right physical. Looks like not a bad card when all you got to do is grind a little bit of online friendlies. Um, what is it? You can get it done in seven matches if you if you get all the objectives done. So not too bad at all, not too bad. Um, but let's move on to the next part that I was going to talk about, which is the foundations, which has also been added in this year. Now, this is, to me, I had a look, I did a test squad before I joined in the um, podcast chat tonight because I was a little bit worried when I first saw the cards, given the way chemistry now works, that you wouldn't be able to get them on full chem uh, as individual, like, cards so say all the squad foundations in one team wouldn't get full chemistry however with an Eredivisie manager the Eredivisie ones do and with the Liga Portugal ones I think they all do apart from Sonora because he's uh, United States from a different team than all the others but the rest do and also and just not mention as well in the season objectives there are players to assist with getting that as well um, and I think when I was talking about my potential upgrades to my team, Brobby and Vindal are two that I am looking at. Um, so I currently have the storyline um, Eredivisie player, uh, and he is currently playing centre-back for me. And I have Gakpo. So I would put Vindal and Brobby in, and that would probably be a nice sort of upgrade to my team i've got round at left back at the moment and i'd probably put uh brobby in for uh gabby jesus i would imagine because verna's doing really well for me um but have you have you completed any of these objectives yet obviously we've got quite a while to do the foundations ones they are in the milestones i have done part of it i'm, I'm trying to do the eredivisie one so i've only unlocked the one player which is the right back for the set and then yep. obviously after I've done that, then I'll probably try and get the striker. The one thing that I'm, I'm probably a little bit disappointed by is the fact that some of these positions for both of the sets uh, are the same position. So like you got uh, right back in both of them, you got the striker in both of them. Uh, I, f I feel like they, they've missed an opportunity to maybe try and make it so that you could try and put them both in the uh, team together at the same time just to have something a little bit fun and different. But I think it comes back down to this sort of situation that I know Luke had an uh, annoyance with when it came to like the uh, objective cards, when it's just the same sort of positions being over and over again. Like they're not using their imagination enough 
for yeah. these kind of cards, I feel. Yeah, I, I, I get what you mean. Like, seeing that there's no centre-back is not ideal, I suppose, when you want to try and maybe build these into a hybrid. However, I am just going to check, because it says that the American guy can only play Cam in the squad foundations, but I know he can play centre-mid, because I looked at him in an actual squad concept that it says preferred position sent alternative center mid so unfortunately i would i would urge you guys listening go and have a look at footbin go and have a look at them in concepts because some of these play in different positions and they don't show up in the squad foundations um but bazoa um for az uh altmar does play center back he previously had a center back card i think probably last week or the fifth before yeah, he's and the... been all over the place. He used to have he used to have lovely special cards and was a great pickup in career mode. Even he's been yeah. known down the years. So and that right try. back that you're talking about, um, eighty five pace can play centre back as well. So yes, they haven't given them in a sense, but you can just use the player position changes, and they do have alternate positions to make a half and half team by the looks of things. Um, my 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 only thing here was with the Eredivisie. I looked and I, I I know I just mentioned it's who I'm going to get, but it is for chemistry reasons. Having getting Brobby, I looked at the stats and then I looked at the Pedro Marquez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost f- fairly carbon copy statistics. So five foot eleven. Um, he's got eighty eight pace as opposed to Brobby's eighty seven pace. He's got more shooting. Um, I think the only thing is maybe that Robbie's a bit more physical. Um, he's got 87 and this guy's got 82, but he's got much more dribbling. And unlike Robbie, he is high medium, whereas I think Robbie's medium low. So it's kind of annoying that they've got a storyline card in there where actually you've got a... Oh, and, and this guy's four-star, four-star, and Robbie's not. Um, where, like, this card is better than the one in the storyline and... I don't know. I I just don't like when there's a, a better version that you can do and then you get to level 30 and it's like, well, I don't really want that because I've got this guy. So do you rather them put it on hold until after level 30, as soon as a week past that level 30 is no longer attainable, them to release this card? Is that what you wanted? No, I'd maybe what I'd maybe want is them to have done... If they were going to go Liga Nos and Eredivisie in the, object, in the season progress, maybe wait and do a different league first maybe do like mls and and turkish league first and then go into liganos and eredivisie because we see i mean we see liganos and eredivisie a lot don't we in in the season progresses this what they always seems to be the main ones there but i yeah i just think i'd rather see it the other way around so that it doesn't hinder your choice or affect your choice on the season card because it is going to change mine um, well, the problem is, is you say about like uh, MOS, but then the season rewards also uh, tend to have at least one MOS player. I I would say. Oh yeah, that was just an example. I didn't see as well that there is Almada as the cam. But say for instance, like um, you know, they did. I don't know. They did Turkish league and they did Belgium league now, or something like that. So something that isn't currently a thirty level thirty reward, just so that you kind of can take the players without being 
influenced by what is going on with the seasons or maybe even look at the season players and look to hybrid away with normal cards like SPC cards or promo cards or whatever whereas actually like doing the objectives there and identifying that that guy actually looks better than Brobby would probably influence my decision to take Brobby. So what you're saying is you want less options? I want, yeah, I want, yeah, essentially, yeah. I want different options rather than less. I would say different options rather than looking at a card thinking, well, I'm not going to take that because this one's better and this is 20 games as opposed to this being level 30, which, don't get me wrong, at the start of the game, most people are going to get to level 30 because it's the longest run for a season that we have at the start of the game. But yeah, after that, I don't know. I mean, what I would say is, would an alternative suggestion be for the squad foundations, rather going for, say, like, the Liga Nas, the Eredivisie and stuff like they normally do, is maybe branch out to leagues that they don't tend to look up, maybe things like League One um, or League Two or something like that, the secondary Spanish league, those kinds of sort of situations where you could have potentially nations that could link to hybrid uh, yeah. like hybrid wise and then you still got like obviously the ability to have enough players from that because obviously squad foundations could make enough for potentially enough players to be on chem if yeah. you're using a hybrid type situation yeah i like that i like that idea i think they should yeah introduce some more um niche leagues in in this sort of thing because i think we're we're at the risk of now seeing i think almost like a direct repeat of last year aren't we um the only thing is i don't know whether they're going to obviously release spcs for the foundations that's what they did do last year we could get nerez and appenda was that's, a beast. that's what they've done um, they've done that they except their promo cards it's what the it's what the psv brazilian guy is oh he's, well, he's okay so these fit they're fitting with the promo as opposed to being yeah okay yeah that's why everyone had a freak out and went Oh my god, EA have screwed up. They've released these guys for 100 days and they're this promo related. And they're like, no, no, yeah, look, look, here's, yeah. here's the... They're, they're foundation players. They just might get boosted whilst they're still in foundations. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I suppose Benfica, if they do well, Joe Mario will get upgraded. Um, I have done the other guy, but only because I had an untradeable duplicate that I had to put in. Um, and he's from PSV, which is the same as Gakpo, but... Yeah, I, I I haven't really looked at the card yet. I would like to try it out and see what he's like. Um, but yeah, that's enough on that. Let us know your thoughts on the Foundations players, whether you're happy with you'd like us, like to see maybe, or me and Merz, like to see different leagues or things. Um, one of the other things as we talk about SBCs is the Bundesliga Player of the Month that's come out. So that is won by Fulkrug. Um, I haven't personally come up against this guy or seen him in the game. He looks, well, he looks average, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he, lo- he, he looks, looks lengthy, look but great. he looks, he looks, he, on, on the face of it, he looks average. However, as Merz just said, he probably fits the lengthy meta. Um, is there a v- review coming of this guy, Luca? I mean, there could be. It's a bit late, but I mean, there still could be, I guess. Uh, you could just slap a hunter on him instead of anything to actually boost him to lengthy, which is a positive. So yeah. same same breath as Mario Gomez, who I enjoy using. Mario Gomez naturally lengthy, so I can just chuck a hunter on him and get the eighty three pace up even more. So he's even more of a monster. Yeah. So there's there's that. He he looks he's got potential as Fulkrug. If he gets maybe another card, he he's basically and I'm 
I'm going to say it, he, he reminds me of my Andre Silva with that kind of a pace. And I mm-hmm. get him to be lengthy. He looks similar in that regard. Yeah. So it looks like a card I'd get on with, and it's four star, four star. So. Yeah, that is a massive positive, and also he's 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 tall, isn't he? So like in terms of like the target man and the kind of crossing and header inside of things, he's he's certainly good for that. Um, yeah, Hunter gives him what shows on footbit eighty one pace, ninety two shooting. So he looks like with a Hunter, he would be pretty good. He'll still be lengthy, um, and he's cheap. At the, at the end of the day, he's twenty k. Also, so, he outdated his skill moves. It was previously three star, so they did actually give him a skill move boost to four star. His gold card is three star, is it? Yeah, his eighty one ah, informs got three star yeah. skills. So yeah, three star skills. Star. Yeah, yeah. So he has been given a nice upgrade. I look forward to seeing that in some of the player the months coming up. Um, while we talk about SBCs, we will just touch on one SBC that came out that EA decided to have a little fun with. It was the dynamic duos for uh leads now am i right in thinking they messed this up twice um i'm not 100 percent sure i just know of the initial mess up um that they did yeah so initially i i believe didn't harrison show on both cards no 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 it was rodrigo was on harrison's card and harrison was on rodrigo's card basically a dynamic image which when I first saw it, I was like, I don't remember Rodrigo looking like this. I swear that <laughs> looks like Harrison. And I looked at Harrison's car, I was like, oh, great. Yeah, well yeah. done, EA. Yeah, just another another thing to add to their list of errors. Um, yeah, so what I think may have happened, because I'm sure I saw that someone had tweeted a picture saying that, and now they're both Harrison. So I wonder if it was like mid-live update. Uh, someone went onto there and saw that Harrison was Harrison, but Rodrigo was also Harrison. So, yeah, it may have well been in, while they were in the process of changing the live image, but as Mo said, Harrison had Rodrigo's dynamic image and Rodrigo had Harrison's dynamic image. Um, these cards look okay. Uh, I personally haven't done them and don't plan to do them, um, but they are only 83 rated uh, for Harrison with an 85 plus and it's 84 rated with an 86 and 85 for rodrigo and then let's not forget you get a premium gold pack afterwards as well so you never know you could pack yourself a rule breakers ronaldo if you do it during this promo but it's pretty unlikely i would say yeah 7.5k packs aren't that powerful is that is that reference to something have you packed something good in there no no it's just saying that 7.5k packs are 7.5k packs I thought you were going to say they're not very good, but... Uh, um, that's where Mbappe, my Ronaldo came from, but... Yeah, uh, yeah there we okay. go. Of course, yeah. yeah I, was, I was waiting. I knew someone had to. We've got a three-man three, three, three man chance of packing something decent in a 7.5 game. No, mine just yeah. come from Foot Champs Rewards. That's where I get my Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. Nice. Um, still yet to pack anything, as always. Um, so, uh, we'll then go into what has happened this evening. So, the new SBCs for tonight. We'll start off with one that will lead into the other because it may well help you to complete although didn't we do some of these luke and they weren't very good oh we don't talk about the 78 upgrades we, we yeah. don't talk about them they ruined 78 plus upgrade i saw uh someone tweet out and was a little bit excited that tonight was going to be the first night we get player picks and i came on to see the 78 upgrade pack I did about 11 of these um, last time when we were on, and I think I got 184. 
and the rest were not even boards, I don't think. And uh, Luke did a substantial amount more and did. I, I did about a hundred and got two walkouts and two informs. Same informs, same walkouts. What are yeah. the chances? What are the so, chances of the same inform for Farner and the same? I can't even remember. It was like an ace. Who was it? Probably Cruz. Was it? No, it wasn't Cruz. It wasn't that good. Brozovic. Yeah, Brozovic. That was it. That was Brozovic, it. Yeah. Eighty-six rated Brozovic. Okay. Two of um, them each. Did you do many of these, Murs, and did you have any better luck? <laughs> I don't really want to touch it that much, to be fair. As soon as I saw it was a 78+, plus, I was like, yeah, no thanks. Uh, I think I'll hold off. I'll hold off sending too much in because you got to get something that makes it worthwhile. Uh, well, yeah. And like, like hearing I've done over 100, I get two informs and to walkouts and you're thinking yeah. okay what is that if you put in coins what is that in terms of a deficit versus the coin the the cost of the SBC that sounds like a big gloss so yeah it just doesn't really sound like much of a I want to do I just want the player picks but I know player picks is probably I would say a month away yeah still. maybe so yeah. I mean the thing is so if if you bought right, so that is six hundred players to complete a hundred of these upgrades. If you got them at four hundred coins each, that is two hundred and forty thousand coins. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's nearly a quarter of a mil. Luke knows. I, it sounded like he was in pain. Mm-hmm. And um, so then you're not getting the walkouts and things to match that two hundred and forty k. And right now people are going to be considering putting them into what has now come out this evening a base icon. 86 max overall now i'm not so bothered about the 86 max because we are still only a few weeks into fifa like we shouldn't be given just base icon upgrade right now so anyone could pack base r9 but this does seriously limit your players and also i i've seen like the the funny um what the sort of meme thing of what you hope for and what you'll get. And I think it was like, what you hope for is 86 Vieira, what you'll get is 85 Lippmann. It doesn't look to me like an SBC that I would want to do. Content creators are going to do these, right? We, we know that. That's going to be a given. They'll do that. They'll do videos on this. We understand that. But personally, I would not be recommending this to viewers. What about you guys? See, the thing is... Yeah, I, I mean, personally, with the how, how the fact that they automatically will be on max chem, I think it might be worth the gamble, especially at this stage of FIFA. They're not quite as good as heroes for helping for chem and stuff. Yeah. But if you can get a good nation, I guess it's probably not so bad. And I'm, I'm sure there's probably people that have got some fodder sat out there at the moment that want to do an icon SBC. Because let's face it, we normally have to wait until about Black Friday before we see an icon SBC. So the fact that we've been given one so early is a quite a nice little like positive, I guess. So I, I personally would say take it for 130k. Yeah, what do you think, Luke? Yeah, no, I'm inclined to agree. You've probably got about an even ratio of things that are either exciting or that you are worth more than the SBC than there are less. You're probably about mm. even. Because we've not even factored in Rooney, Roberto, Carlos, and others still being yeah. in that price range. So, yeah, I think I think you got a reasonable set of cards, and even then, there's some some cards that look like they'd be good anyway, at least enjoyable to use. So, 
Who who knows? I, Again, I'll be doing one for sure, though. Yeah. I've, already, I've already opened mine. Have you? Are yeah. you, you going to tell us who you got? Or Yeah, unfortunately, I got fodder. I would have happily have taken a Robert Perez. Instead, oh. I've got to have a, a fodder Stephen Gerrard card that I've got to put into an SBC at some point. That's, oh, wow. that's actually decent value as well, I'm pretty certain. That's like yeah, 200, yeah two, 200k. 200k, but it's an Arsenal past and present, and he never played for Arsenal, so... That's true. That's true. Oh, that's and, and, one of seven. and he's overrated, isn't he, Merce, anyway? Oh yeah, definitely so overrated. Yeah, forgot that. Bad manager, bad, bad football yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. There was a title update uh, for FIFA 23. I don't think. I mean, there wasn't to me many massive in-game changes. Um, I think they did the the change to chipped penalty shot things, um, standard tackles, winning the ball back rather than you doing a stand and tackle and it just going off like sort of well doing a stand and tackle the ball rolling off and still ending up in the possession of the other team um they increased the velocity for ground passes um they changed the penalty kick so if you hit the ring red on a penalty kick you were most likely to miss the goal entirely although i'd seen that most people seem to do that anyway um but yeah not a lot of lot of other things they said that some in some cases goalkeepers sometimes react too quickly to shots and things they've they've tweaked some of them i haven't personally noticed too much change in the gameplay yet and i actually don't think too much needs to change but then i haven't actually played champs let's talk about that let's finish off with champs you guys have played champs i think Merz would want to really not talk about this <laughs> yeah I've, I've played champs and I, th- I think to be fair uh, we, the, Luke's heard this rumour from another uh, from a streamer about like the matchmaking within champs and I've got to say it did not feel like it was getting easier when I was losing on a losing streak and stuff like that it felt like every game had to be a proper sweat fest and and in one of my qualifying on my main account so this is with a better team i went zero and seven wow i went nine and one it should have been ten and oh but i choked in the last minute 120 okay and then in champs itself uh the first weekend i went seven and 13 uh, this weekend on my arsenal past and present i went uh, six and fourteen by six and f- uh, thirteen because uh, you can't really go up a tier and rewards. So I gave away the last game, and for half of my six wins were gifted to me as well. So I'm thankful for that, but it just kind of emphasised on how it felt for me. And to be fair, I-, I go on Reddit now a little bit, and some of the comments and uh, posts on there seems to be saying the same thing like people are finding it like a lot harder uh, than say like last year and also somebody said they played the same person three times in a row in foot champs okay and another person uh, and then he played another person two times in a row which makes me it sound like matchmaking's a little bit dodgy at the moment a little bit off yeah yeah but you but you had a, a, an almost opposite um experience Luke by the sounds of it so in terms of qualifying yes the main one went about the same as last time I went and finished about rank 5 
Uh, I feel I can push on, but damn, not not at the moment. I'm really good in qualification though. Eight and two and nine and one the last last week. Nice. So qualification is great, and everything else is about the same as usual. Well, guys, let us know your comments down below. How you found champs the last couple of weekends? What you got on your rewards? Because I saw a lot of people getting stinky rewards, considering it was a pretty good team of the week. I got we... red Donnarumma. Oh, that's not so bad. I didn't even see him pop up in most of the rewards. To be fair, um, I, I think the best I saw in a lot of most most rewards were coming up was like Correa and um... Muriel. Muriel, yeah, I mean, rating-wise, Mason Mount I saw come up a few times, but a lot of people were saying he don't think he's that good in game this year, but, yeah, well, I mean... We've, we've mentioned all three of mine, Mason Mount, Muriel, and Donnarumma, so I had a great weekend league in terms of rewards. Yeah, that's not bad, is it? That's not bad. I know that uh, my brother got, um, uh, what did he say? I think he got his 11, I think he got 11, 11 and 4, I think he did, and he... His first pick, the highest, was 81 rated, um, which was, yeah, disappointing, I suppose. Ah, you got to get lesser amount of wins. I mean, my six got me Mason Mount and Martinelli, but to be fair, if any Arsenal past and present player comes up, I'm automatically taking them anyway. But I saw someone who got two wins and got themselves a red pick, Cancelo and Donnarumma. Was this... Um, Jordan, Jay Coyle, yes, yes, yes. I did see that. That was disgusting. Um, and yeah, likewise, another one of my friends only managed to get six wins. He didn't get to play all his games, but only managed to get six wins. And he got Rafael Liao. Um, so yeah, he. It does seem like the, the rewards aren't quite matching the thing, and this is one of those things that we say every year. I think when you get twenty and zero, I, I saw Haber open up a twenty and zero rewards, and the, they were just terrible. I feel like they need to add something in where maybe they get a, I don't know, a special card player pick or something. I don't know, like a promo player pick or something that needs to needs to be able to be rewarded for for putting in that kind of grind. But step away from FIFA twenty three and move on to the real world of football. So the game's going to touch on more. So we'll leave uh, the we'll start with your team, Moes, because I think we'll leave the Liverpool Man City till last. So Leeds versus Arsenal. Now, if there was ever a game where I would say a team is lucky to come away with three points, it would be this one for me so far this season. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, I, d I definitely feel like maybe Leeds could could have easily have got a draw. Uh, with us, they certainly had good fair share of opportunities. Obviously, they also had a penalty, yeah. Uh, but that obviously the penalty was missed, so you know you you make do of what happens in that sort of situation. But I'd also yeah. say, in some ways, last week, in some ways, partially, you could say we were a bit lucky as well to get three points because obviously some of the decisions in that particular match, um, but. You know, you got you got to take it, and uh, you got to take the three points, especially if we want to be title contenders. I'm not putting that. I'm not marking us as that at the moment, even though we are now four points. Yeah. Uh, in in the lead in the table, but I I just don't want to say that at the moment because Arsenal are Arsenal. They start the season off well and then normally finish badly, or they start the season badly and finish the season good. So there's there's going to be a blip. There's going to be a blip. It's just a question of when it's going to happen. 
Which, I mean, is something like we touched on in the live Q&A thing. And guys, uh, 9 o'clock uh, on a Monday night when we record the podcast, we are on Twitch uh, for some questions. Uh, we used to do it. Uh, sorry, yeah, tw- Twitter. Um, uh, you can follow us at FSB Creators over on Twitter and basically take part in a live podcast and um, where we just answer your questions. And you can join our Discord as well. Uh, for those on YouTube, that is down in the description. And get some questions in trust and we'll answer them on there. But it was something that we spoke about with an Arsenal fan on there, wasn't it? About not looking forward to the fact that you're leading the league at the moment because you're kind of still always waiting for that time to mess up. And even now, four points clear, you're saying like you don't want to get ahead of yourselves. I, feel, I do feel like, I can't help but feel like that is still sad that you're waiting for the mess up rather than fully embracing the fact that you're like, no, we're going to win the league now, you know? Yeah, but that's because at the end of the day, um, like an injury could happen as well. Like, I've already said this, like if an injury happened to Thomas Pye, Gabby Jesus, Saliba, uh, maybe even potentially Aaron Ramsdale as well could be a, a critical one. Because yeah, then true. I don't think the backup goalkeeper is quite on that level, like for de- distribution, uh, for for the team and the way that we play. So yeah, yeah I I think it's just, and also it's still early doors as well. So anything can happen. Yeah, I get that. I do get that. And like, yeah, we're we're nowhere near sort of, not even in the second half of the year for the for the league. And I do understand why people wouldn't want to think they've run, that they're going to win the league now. But certainly, four points clear, knowing that you can have a little bit of a blip and it still leaves you at the top, is a nice position to be in. We'll talk about the game. So, um, yeah, we'll talk about Bamford first of all. So, miss, I mean, I mean, the one thing you, they they touched on, and I can only agree by what happened in the game, is he appears to be lacking some confidence at the moment. Um, and has a penalty. And... You know, someone of 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 I'd say his caliber, but someone someone like him who I always think he's very sure of himself. Usually, um, rates himself very highly, and would be very confident in taking that penalty. Has actually missed the target. Uh, the one thing that you know you you definitely don't do when you're taking a penalty, um, and that gets them back in the game. Um, he's then is at the subject of some controversy, although it's not that controversial, but it did go to VAR in the fact that he has a coming together with Saliba, or is it Gabriel? No, Gabriel. 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 Um, and he's sort of tugging away at Gabriel at the back. They both go down. Gabriel then sticks his studs out, initially gets a red card, then uh, it goes to VAR and it's rescinded and it's actually turned around to be a foul on Gabriel, which if you look at it, is the right decision. Um, the fact that Gabriel lashes out is then uh, null and void because it's not no longer part of the play. The play ended earlier with the foul, so he gets away with showing him studs and, and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, what do you think about those combination of incidents and, pa- and Patrick Bamford? Do you think he's lacking a bit of confidence at the moment? I mean, he's missed a lot of game time in the last year or so, so... Probably wouldn't be that surprising, to be fair. Yeah, and the challenge. Did you? Uh, I mean, did you fully agree? I ha- I, ha- I I agree. I've obviously I've I haven't watched the match, but I've seen the highlights of, from from what you see. Yeah, at the end of the day, if if Bamford hadn't initiated the the foul, then 
yeah, Gabriel was in the wrong. And that is, a, again, a, a situation that like makes me a bit nervous. Because last season, we were a bit of a, a problematic team when it came to getting red cards. Mm-hmm. With the likes of Xhaka and Gabriel being pretty much the main two uh, contenders for getting red cards. And again, it, we haven't really had one yet. And I'm just like, ooh. When when is it going to come? When are we going to be playing with like ten men sort of situation? Because yeah. again, that that's another game that he could potentially lose three points. Well, and then also get himself banned, I suppose, for future games. So, yeah, like Im- imagine it coming against the likes of a Liverpool or Man City, and then also being banned for you know another fixture is is pretty pretty bad, isn't it? But um, yeah, it showed it showed a little bit of like. Uh, what it shows is to other teams that you can get under his skin a little bit and he's gonna he's gonna do something silly which I always think is pretty telling as like I said about Nunes before with the headbutt like play the teams now know that they're gonna be able to wind him up and get to him um, and so that will be something they they target so yeah my, my opinion on that is is different to your guys you, you say Brad that because play got stopped and they ignored what happened afterwards he still got a yellow card for it so they didn't completely go oh well he's kicked out afterwards so therefore it was a foul beforehand so what happened afterwards doesn't matter no they still gave him a yellow card for it they just downgraded it so it's still relevant that he kicked out and still probably should be a red card see i thought i thought they couldn't do that he's 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 given him a yellow he waved it off he took he took he took the red back out did the little wave no symbol got a yellow out and gave it to him instead so i think he's got very lucky there i i personally think the decision should have stood but that's football and arsenal getting their first bit of luck of the season you should say i'd say I'd, i personally would say it is a yellow it's definitely uh a, a reaction to it but it's just waving his legs about reaction it's not proper like slide tackles studs up going to injure the player kind of situation yeah but stud showing is 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 a red isn't it uh you could debate that in the villa game actually if we want to go into that again because there was a stud showing sort of a moment there there was it was along the ground still but the way chilwell's gone in and caught ramsey he's caught him with his stud showing Hmm. But it was they were everything was touching the ground. He was starting along the ground, but studs were up and caught him on the ankle. So you can make the argument that if that's the case, then should he be on the pitch? There, there is an argument to be made. So does it feel like again that there's this greyness again? Of course, it's always typical greyness. It's always going to be. Yeah. That's a shame. That's a shame. But like we say Arsenal came away with the three points, and they did. They obviously stay top of the league. We'll move on to the Liverpool Man City game. Obviously, a massive game for the weekend. There's a lot of talk, obviously, about Haaland. Is he going to be able to um, continue his goal scoring record? Is Salah going to steal the show? Who's going to be playing alongside them? So this until the goal was. Up there as one of the best nil nils I've seen. Um, there was it was end to end. There were a lot of chances, mostly that fell to City in the first half, and it was a shame that it was always like 
the little touch too far or the or the ball was a little bit too this or a ball was a little bit too that um especially like there was a, a, a one where uh, it was chipped into Haaland for a header and it was it took him so wide by the time that he got played the ball that it he ended up just heading it straight to to Allison um so they definitely had their chances no one could seem to convert it in the first half but then we had what I can only say is a pure moment of brilliance from Salah as a result of a counter-attack from uh, Allison, So he picks out Salah, uh, who's got, I think it's Cancelo. Um, he's got Cancelo on him, and uh, the ball goes out from Allison, lands at Salah's feet, and he turns and Cancelo inside out, turns him, lands at his feet, turns him with the ball, ends up one-on-one -on -one with Edison. Personally, in my opinion, I don't know how Edison doesn't realise that Mo Salah's going to switch onto his left foot, um, but he doesn't save it, and Salah slots it away and ends up 1-0, and that is all she wrote for that game. Um, first of all, did either of you see it? Yeah, I'm sure your criticisms at Edison there and not of Cancelo for diving in. Cancel that, that whole attack... Probably doesn't happen if Cancelo just sits off two yards because he's still got to be beaten. And then by the time that Salah gets past him, rather than trying to compete for the ball and he just completely misses it, then instead he's got support from his defenders. Salah's got to get past him. He just yeah, made, I see what you're saying. Made, made it way too easy. The criticism is on Cancelo diving in. Yeah. That's where the criticism is based, not on Edison not knowing Salah's cutting in. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think, like, you can definitely like be an argument for both i think yeah cancelo's gone in too rash to be able to let salah turn him like that and then once salah's away he's gone but uh, the, likewise when it's then one-on-one -on -one, i still think edison must know he's going to hit this with his left foot so it's going to go to my right and he doesn't close down that side enough but it's you know it is it's a it's still a great ball from allison so accurate and a great take from Salah, but yes, a, a, a one momentary defensive error, and then um, you know, like I say, a, 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 maybe a lack of a little bit of a lack of thought from the goalie of that what that player does uh, leads to that goal. Arguably, he can shoot across the goalkeeper of his left foot, foot as well. He doesn't just have to shoot to the to the uh, to that side of him. He can shoot across the goalkeeper. He could, but in a, in a one on one, arguably more more. I I see people do rather than try and just curl it to the to the side of the keeper try and hit it across the goalkeeper that's what most well, people would do so. i feel like what i feel like one-on-one -on -one in that situation with with that caliber of game i feel like he's always going to want to try and go for the safe which is the side foot into the net um, i mean hey i'm just talking as a person who's played in goal for most of his life yeah. so who, who am i who am i to know what yeah. the hell's going on there like yeah i i don't know anything i would argue that Sunday League is probably different to to this. But, um, yeah, did you watch the game, Merz? No, I, I listened to audio commentary for about the last 10 minutes or so because I was busy, so I didn't have time to watch it. Plus, my TV's broken anyway. Just can't really watch anything with my Virgin box. Um, although, what I would say is the audio commentary was making Nunez sound like an absolute pillock again. Sound like he, he had an opportunity to give it to Salah to make it 2-0 when he, he was selfish. Oh, it, yeah, it was like the most clear-cut pass 
you could ever like so it was they, he actually had two players ahead of him i can't remember Carvalho, who that one was. I think it was the other one yeah Carvalho. but base but basically it was one defender it was a three-on-one and nunez has just got to play salah in and it's his most simple of passes um but yeah actually like, i think there was something else with salah doing the, the exact same thing that people sort of glossed over the one where edison's got that tiny little touch on it he just yeah. needs to square that to jota, jota he does to be fair. the whole time yeah yeah he does he does. It was, it's, yeah, it's not It's not to say that Salah hasn't done something wrong, but yeah, definitely. Nunez was like, yeah, clear cut. It, like, yeah, the guy just had no intention. You could just see he had no intention. He it didn't... And, and it, the thing is, right, it's not even like he's thought about trying to take on the player and get closer to goal. He's actually took a shot still. It's like just outside the area. And it's just straight into the defender because the defender's literally right in front of him. Whereas the pass on to Salah would then lead Salah to... Well, he's got an option. He can either then you know, go through and shoot himself or he's probably going to have the chance to square it to, like Luke said, Carvalho uh, for an easy tap-in. Um, so, yeah, that definitely should have been a 2-0 um, on that counter-attack. But unfortunately, he was a bit selfish. No doubt something Klopp will pick up with him about, I would imagine... Um, but again, like I say, up until that point, fantastic nil-nil. Um, I thought actually Milner did really well in keeping tabs on Foden, um, for the game. Uh, I was also a massive fan. I, I, I not seen too much of this guy because I don't tend to watch necessarily a lot of Liverpool games, but, um, Harvey Elliott was fantastic. Like he, he just... He reminds me a little bit of, of Milner in the sense that he just didn't stop. He would chase down everything. And he wasn't he didn't look uncomfortable in taking players on. He looks very comfortable in his role at Liverpool now. So exciting for his future, for definitely. Um and the thing is, you know, they were missing players. Like they've managed to get that win with missing um Matip obviously a sort of more staple for their centre-back. As we said, Trent, although he hasn't been informed recently, their main right-back wasn't on the pitch either. Um, there were talks, I think, that Nat Phillips was going to be in the centre-back and they were maybe going to play Gomez at right-back, but obviously they didn't set up with that in the end. So a massive win and a massive dent in Man City's um, start to their season because it has delivered them their first loss. So they were unbeaten until that game. Um, Makes things a little bit more exciting for Tottenham as well, I suppose, now, because you're on points. level points. And the game in hand that we've got is against Man City. So that game okay. got called off due to the Queen's passing. So I'm not going to get excited. Spurs have a much worse case of the Arsenal thing we referenced earlier, where you can't get excited at all. It's Tottenham. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it is, uh, I think Keanu called it the history of Tottenham. So... Okay. You, you can't get excited. It's only, what, nine, ten games in now. You're, you're, we're still four points off the league. We've got to just focus on, on sort of what, what we've got in terms of the Champions League at the moment and sort of just try and stay in domestic competitions. But, I mean, it's 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 exciting as we, as it currently stands, seeing that, you know, we've got Arsenal at the top of the league, Tottenham joint second... Let's do it that way around rather than the Man City joint second. 
so the the two teams that people thought would be clear this year so far, and they're only ten games in, but so far aren't sitting in technically second and first. Um, which I think is pretty exciting. Obviously, things are always going to be subject to change, but it certainly makes it more exciting. However, at the other end of the table, it's pro- probably a little bit more predictable um, other than Leicester being down there. Um, so Forest, South... Yeah, Wolves, Wolves yeah. West yeah, Wolves. Ham being involved as well. Those are teams you wouldn't have bet on being involved in that kind of a thing. No, yeah, and they've done... They've sort of now getting themselves to, um, to 12th with being on 11 points is put them out of it a little bit but yeah i mean people wouldn't have thought villa were going to be there wolves were going to be there but we could arguably be have said that southampton and forest were were going to be in trouble leicester being the big shot conceding 24 goals so far this season more than any other team in the premier league um now don't get me wrong one of them came from one game where there was a lot of, of goals conceded but that is still pretty poor and it looks like they are missing that goalkeeper that left, um, I'd, he's definitely not a, a good like-for-like like replacement. We digress. We are done with this episode of the podcast. As we said, there is a live Q&A that takes place at 9 o'clock on Twitter. Not Twitch. Okay. Uh, and that will be over there. Uh, I, unfortunately, won't be taking part this evening, but that will be uh, Luke and Merz will be answering your questions over there. Um, so, yeah, make sure you're following us. Get in touch uh, on our Discord or get in touch with us on Twitter. All the links on YouTube are down in the description. Uh, and it is just at FSB Creators on Twitter if you want to come and follow us over there. And also, while you're at it, go and join and subscribe to our own personal YouTube channels. We've got LAJS, Merzgoff, rad go and find us we're banging out content for you guys so uh yeah go drop us a sub and all that good stuff as always thank you ever so much mers and lajs for coming on tonight's podcast episode no problem no worries and we will catch you guys for the next one next week as we get nearer and nearer to the world cup have fun take care bye bye peace out